Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We as Pittsburghers are sometimes guilty of thinking if we have been there before, we know everything about that particular place. You know, we've been to Kennywood. We've been to Sandcastle. We've been to that restaurant. We have been to that concert venue. We know all about them because we've been there. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Take, for instance, the Children's Museum of Pittsburgh, as it has just recently turned 40 years old, and I'm still not sure how it's possible that Jane Warner, the executive director, has been there since she was two years old in her 30-some <laughs> years at the museum. <laughs> She's kind enough to join us here on KDK. I don't know who hired you as a two-year-old, Jane. I don't get that. Well, thanks, Rick. <laughs> I, you know, it was it was an incredible hire, wasn't it? My, oh, my, what <laughs> foresight they had in seeing that you would be <laughs> so good your whole life there. But in all seriousness, Jane, congratulations on reaching a four-decade milestone with the museum. And again, your tenure has seen some tremendous change. How different is the museum now from when you started? Well, I, I really only started 31 years ago. Right. I but, know, I know, yeah. only. But, yeah, it's still, I mean, it's been quite a change. Um, you know, we started in the basement of mm -hmm. the old post office building here, 5,000 square feet. And in 2004, we expanded into the old Buell Planetarium, and we built a building in between. And that went, so we went from 5,000 square feet to over 80,000 square feet. And we went from seeing about, oh, I don't know, 50, 100,000 people a year. Now we see uh, 320,000 people a year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just been um, kind of an amazing transformation of the Children's Museum proper. But then we also, in 2019, opened a separate facility for a little bit older kids, and that's called Museum Lab. Um, so, yeah, so it's just, and that's another, that's in the old Carnegie Library um, here on the north side. And that is a beautiful building. All of our buildings are beautifully designed by Koenig Eisenberg. And, um, you know, they've won all sorts of design awards. So adults come here all the time without kids because they tell me we have good karma. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, but also, yeah. I think for those of us who took our kids there, it also brings back great memories of learning and creativity and exploring. And sometimes even as we get older, it's good to remind ourselves of the fact that we don't have to do it the way somebody else does. We can come up with our own way of doing something, regardless of whether you're a child or a child at heart. I find great creativity inspired there. Do you hear that from others? Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, we kind of live up to our mission because our mission is to inspire uh, innovative museum experiences uh, that inspire joy, creativity, curiosity, and kindness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I have always loved uh, kind of having joy in there, too, because I think as we grow older, we forget to really look for those joyful moments, and kids seem to find them at every turn. Um, you know, it's a, it's been a real honor to work here at the museum because, you know, I can just walk out onto the floor and, 
and remember what it was like to be a child and to be just filled with that curiosity and that creativity and, and really the joy of it all and Avis, the joy of learning. Avis ran a car commercial campaign years ago that said, we're number two. We're no, <laughs> and they took great pride in that. And here you just came in as being number two in USA Today's national rankings for best children's museums. You know, there's nothing wrong with being number two on that list. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And especially because the number one museum is the Indianapolis Children's Museum, which is a huge museum with a huge endowment. And they're kind of their science center, art museum, children's museum, all rolled into one. So we were very honored. And I'm I'm old enough to remember that commercial. So yes, yep. we are number two. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we try harder. <laughs> exactly. No, but help me to understand, how do you make changes while being respectful to what you were and yet realizing you're not yet where you want to be? Well, I think that's, you know, kind of um, a process of growing. You know, you're, you're constantly hanging on to the kind of the core of who you are, but then you're always trying things on and you're trying different ideas on. I think kids go through that process and, you know, here at the Children's Museum, we go through that same learning process. We prototype exhibits. We figure them out. We're kind of unusual in the Children's Museum world because we build our own exhibits and we have our own learning and research department here that actually looks at the prototypes. And, you know, we kind of they tell us what's working and what's not working. And we kind of use that information to make our exhibits better and better. So we're constantly putting new things on the floor. We're constantly testing them. We're constantly seeing what kids and adults say about those exhibits. And, you know, I think that's actually why we have the reputation we have is because we care about the details and we care about um, how children and adults approach e each of our exhibits um, constantly in, in motion, um, just like kids. Jane Werner joining us, executive director of the Children's Museum on the north side here in Pittsburgh. Do people still come there specifically to see their Fred Rogers displays? Yes. Um, I mean, and that's timeless, right? I mean, even though a generation you know, grew up with it and now it's their kids and or grandkids who are it, it's it has stayed relevant. How so? Why so? Well, I think it, you know, for adults, I love when they make the turn in the nursery area and they see the original puppets and they're like, oh, Lady Elaine. Right. <laughs> you know, right. or, oh, XCL. Yep. I remember. And I, you know, I was lucky enough to work with Fred and I always remember him saying the the, the way to really understand children is to remember your own childhood. And I think for adults, it, it goes, you know, it takes them immediately back to all those lessons that Fred taught on the Mr. Rogers neighborhood. And now the next generation has Daniel Tiger's neighborhood mm -hmm. and they have all of the wonderful programs coming out of the Fred Rogers company um, that really teach about persistence and, you know, understanding and kindness. Um, so I think that the, Parents, in a lot of ways, are much more excited about seeing um, the artifacts um, than the kids. But it does something really interesting because you can hear um, the adults telling stories about who Mr. Rogers was, what they learned from Mr. Rogers, who the puppets were and what they represented. Um, and I think it has kids seeing a different side of their parent. Um, so it's just a, it's a wonderful moment. Um, and it sometimes and we, catches you, know, you, right? I mean, you don't even think about it right. until, oh, my word, there's King Friday, right? And, and all of a sudden, you're, right. you're back in that moment. 
Yeah, and it's kind of amazing. And, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to work in a place where, you know, I walk by Fred's picture every day. um, And it reminds me to slow down, take some time, and really try to understand what kids are feeling and what they're doing and how they're thinking these days. Uh, Because he was, you know, he was a radical for his time. He was really, uh, really thinking about those things. So, we try to take the, um, the learning that happens here seriously, um, and at the same time, we really try to make it as joyful as possible for everyone. And you also have made it very affordable. I mean, as affordable as you possibly can. Help people understand what you're doing through the balance of the summer. Well, it's uh, you know it's very exciting. The regional, our friends at the regional asset district, um, wanted to honor us and the Warhol and the History Center, who were also in the top ten museums in their category. Um, they have decided to make the month of August free uh, for all of us. So uh, if admission to the museum is free uh, starting August 1st and going through the entire month, um, and the regional asset will pay for those admissions, which we are very thrilled about. And so that's kind of exciting. But, you know, we all year long, if you have an EBT card, you can come to the Children's Museum for $2 admission. Um, or if you have an EBT card, you can also get a $20 um, membership to the museum. We also have free days throughout the year. We actually celebrate Fred Rogers' birthday for free. Um, we also have our birthday party in June. That's for free. I mean, it just goes on and on, and we try to make the place as accessible as we can. Many, many different discounts if you're a veteran, military. Um, we are a Blue Star Museum. So, yeah, we try to make it as affordable as we can and, um, you know, just come on down. Uh, I think we're we're very excited to have everyone walk through our doors. Jane, it sounds to me like you're saying that 40 is just sort of like midlife, right? I mean, it's that, that's the beginning. 40 is the new 30, 40 is the new 20, right? I like that, yeah. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jane, congratulations on what has been truly an, an amazing evolution from 3,000 square feet to where you are now, but certainly not where you're going to be. Thanks for jumping on KDK with me today. Well, thanks so much. And, you know, it's been a terrific ride with a great group of people. Absolutely. Jane Warner joining us, the Executive Director of the Children's Museum of Pittsburgh here on KDKA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.